The Honest Truth About Dishonesty by Dan Ariely One Sentence Summary The Honest Truth About Dishonesty reveals our motivation behind cheating, why it's not entirely rational, and, based on many experiments, what we can do to lessen the conflict between wanting to get ahead and being good people. My favorite quote from the author is, The more cashless our society becomes, the more our moral compass slips. Dan Ariely Why do we cheat? What is it that causes us to write test answers on our hands, take our roommate's coke and lie about our age? Dan Ariely really wants to know. He's a professor of psychology and behavioral economics at Duke University and he's fascinated by the way we make decisions, especially in an economic context. This is his third book on the subject of irrationality and how it influences our tendency to cheat. Here are three good lessons to walk away with. 1. You don't decide to cheat based on rational thinking. 2. You're more likely to cheat when there's a psychological distance between you and cheating. 3. Don't wear fake designer clothes. Ever. Ready to cheat a little less? Here we go. The honest truth about dishonesty. Lesson 1. The decision to cheat is not a rational one. This answers the question, how do we arrive at the conclusion that cheating is the right choice? When I ask you how you think people decide whether to cheat when they have a chance to or not, you'll probably say something like, well, they consider how much they can get from cheating, and then of course how likely it is for them to be caught, and I guess the consequences will also play a role. Yep, that's the picture we usually paint for ourselves. We're so rational, right? Actually, we're not. None of these things have as big an influence on cheating as you think. Ariely did an experiment where people took a math test and were promised 50 cents for each correct answer. In one group, all answers were checked for correctness, in the other, they weren't. Of course, people in the second group cheated. They reported six solved problems on average, as opposed to four in the normal group. However, even when the reward for each single answer went up to $10, people didn't cheat more. The average remained 6 for the number of people reported problems in the group without checking their results. When he tweaked this experiment and allowed people in three different groups to shred either half or the entire sheet, plus eventually pay themselves from a big ball of money, cheating remained the same on average as well. Even though the likelihood to be caught was a lot less from each group to the next, this didn't seem to influence how much people cheated at all. So no, potential gains and likelihood of getting caught don't really influence how much you cheat. But then, what does? The honest truth about dishonesty. Lesson 2. You're more likely to cheat when there's a psychological distance between you and the deed. This answers the question, which conditions make it more likely for us to cheat? It's about who you're cheating to and what for. Whether you're not correcting the waitress who gives you back too much cash or cheating on your spouse, now that makes a big difference. You don't know the waitress at all and after all it's her mistake if she gives you back too much money. There's a big psychological distance between you and cheating and this makes it easier for you to accept it. But when you're about to cheat on the person you love the most and you know it's entirely in your control and based on your own actions, justifying making the next move becomes a lot harder. Ariely tested this by placing a six-pack of coke in the fridge of a student dorm and six $1 bills in the fridge of another. 
In both cases, the students knew these items were off limits. While the $1 bills remained in the fridge safe and sound, all Cokes were stolen. Why? Because it's much tougher to steal money than it is to steal something that was purchased with it. There's one more step between you and the deed and that makes it more likely for you to cheat. The Honest Truth About Dishonesty Lesson 3 Stop wearing fake designer clothes. It'll only make it worse. This answers the question, which designer clothes are better, fake ones or real ones? Where'd you get those Gucci shades? I hope you didn't buy them in some tourist souvenir store, or even worse, from a guy on the street. Because wearing them will make you more likely to cheat. Why? Because consciously performing some dishonest act, no matter how small, makes it more likely for others to follow. Ariely proved this in the following experiment. Three groups of participants were given designer sunglasses to wear during a math test. Well, maybe not during the math test, but they could keep the glasses. One group was told the glasses were authentic. One group was told they're fakes. And the control group wasn't told anything. Each participant had the chance to cheat on the test. From the control group, 42% did, establishing that as the average. By the way, I think that's a shocking statistic in itself, if you ask me. For the authentic group, this went down to 30%, knowing they had the real deal boosted their self-image. But for the fakes group, cheating went up to 74%, meaning 3 in 4 people cheated. Once you've justified doing something wrong, you're more likely to justify it again or even take the next step. So yeah, you can throw out those fake sunglasses. My personal takeaways from the honest truth about dishonesty. I love Dan Ariely books because he does all the research himself. He's not very big on theory and it's very important to him to be able to write something like these books after about his research later to explain it to quote-unquote normal people like you and me. So he doesn't stay in this little circle of competent science, scientists, but he makes an effort to really get the results of his research out into the world. That's really cool. Um, he also, uh, besides incentives, he also looks a lot at motivation, for example, what gets us motivated to work. Um, and the two extra takeaways I want to share. Um, first of all, don't you think it's super interesting that wearing fake designer brand clothes and, and accessories uh, might actually be worse than wear, wearing uh, real ones? Because usually you think, well, if you're buying fake sunglasses, at least you're saving a ton of money, right? And not wasting it on the real deal. Um, but actually wearing those, that it makes you more likely to try to cut corners and take shortcuts uh, in other areas of your life, I think that's kind of fascinating. Um, still, if you ask me, the best the best uh, choice is to buy neither nor because, well, the fake designer clothes, they're low quality. Obviously, they make you more dishonest. So that's a clearly a bad choice. The real ones are overly expensive, super out overpriced. Um, and most of the time, not worth your while. Maybe getting something nice uh, where you get a deal somewhere. Um, that that I kind of like. So when I buy shoes, for example, I try to buy them on sale. Uh, so at least they're not as expensive. And of course, I try to wear stuff until it, well, wears out and I have to buy something new because it's torn or broken. 
So that said, I want to share a short story of how you can combat this. Uh, it's a funny story. It's an example where someone suspected their cleaning lady to steal money or steal food from the fridge, I guess. I think that was it. She stole food from the fridge or the, the homeowner suspected this. And here's how she solved the problem. It's very interesting. She went to the cleaning lady. She said, you know what? I'm going to be away for um, a while. Uh, and um, I'm worried someone's been stealing food from our fridge. So what, what I would like to do is for you to, can you put a lock on it? Here's a lock. Put the lock on the fridge. Here's the key to the lock. And, um, yeah, can you make sure to keep the key safe and keep it extra protected and um, only unlock the fridge when I'm back? So very interesting. She went to the person she suspected of doing the stealing and told her she would be the guard and she would be responsible for protecting this. And um, ever since then, nothing happened again. So by being given extra trust when the the homeowner had reason to not give her more trust, to actually doubt her trust... Um, that reversed the situation and flipped it back around and made the cleaning lady uh, or the suspected cleaning lady more honest, more responsible and solved the solution. So sometimes counterintuitively, when you think someone might be cheating, um, maybe give them more trust, not less, and that will reveal what's really going on.